0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins.
0: I'm sure you saw this story. The escaped inmate in Pennsylvania, Donello Cavalcante, captured after two weeks on the lam. And when he was captured, Chelsea, he was wearing a stolen. Philadelphia Eagles hoodie, which is funny. There's nothing worse than if someone is caught or they do something stupid and they're wearing like the hat or a shirt of your favorite team. It's like, come on, man, you're representing us. You know, you you, you robbed an old lady. You got a Texas sweatshirt on. Come on, man, don't do that to us. But the best part about this to me is that I love when politicians just – lean into the lowest hanging fruit possible just to grab some of that political capital. Pennsylvania governor, Josh Shapiro said he wants to help the person who owned that Eagles hoodie saying quote folks, whoever had their Eagles hoodie stolen. If you could let us know, I'll do my best to get you one of those new Kelly green ones. I mean, if that's not something that everyone on both sides of the aisle can get behind in Pennsylvania, except for Steelers fans I don't know what is. What a great story here.
1: <laughs> well, if you were face to face with an escaped convict who like killed somebody, if I'm not mistaken, and all you get is a sweatshirt out of it. Like, God, like, who did he steal this from? Do we know if they're alive? Like, imagine Jeez. what he did to get that sweatshirt.
0: That's a good turn. He
1: probably did something. Do you like find wow. somebody be like, hey, I really need your sweatshirt. Do you think they just gave it to him? Like, probably, right? He looks pretty intimidating.
0: Well, I'm not going to say that he stabbed somebody or killed somebody to get this hoodie. My thought is he just stole he some might. goods. He just stole he some textiles along the way. That's all. Here's what you do, Chelsea. What Let nice. me give you a little tip, okay? <laughs> this, is, this is a tip to fend off criminals who want to steal a sports-themed shirt. You just <laughs> think of a player that plays for that team. Like, it, let's say this is my hoodie, right? And I'm wearing this hoodie, or I'm carrying it. and This guy's like, "Give me your hoodie." I'm like, "I love Jalen Hurts. Give it to him." All of a sudden, maybe you know, maybe that flips him the other way. Ron Jaworski's awesome. Jaws, Jaws. You know, you throw out a few names there, and then all of a sudden, Dick Vermeil was great. And then maybe he says, "All right, maybe I won't stab this guy. Maybe a quick, you know, a little poke, and I'll run off." So just just say something positive about the team if he's stealing that team's item of clothing that's what you do
1: or you just wear a sweatshirt of a team that nobody likes or Hmm. a team that's terrible like is anybody stealing a texan's hoodie these days probably not
2: here's
0: what you do you just put on a shirt with roger goodell's face on it and nobody will touch you (laughs) nobody nobody wants that maybe a member of goodell's family if if one of those a member of the family becomes someone who decides to live a life of crime you give me my dad's shirt, then you'd be in trouble. But that's that's rare, you know? I feel like the, the, the percentages are in your favor.
1: <laughs> right, uh, did you hear about the Chiefs guy that like got arrested for a bunch of crimes? Oh yeah. What was it, the chiefs a Where he was like this Chiefs super fan that God. was apparently robbing a bunch of places? It sure That was. took a turn for the worst too.
0: God, these, these NFL fans <laughs> oh, who are also criminals, we have to stop this now. <laughs> And the it's way bad. we stop, yeah, we, we got to stop this trend. And the way we do it is to bring in someone who is not a criminal that we know of, Mark Trummler. Great <laughs> right analyst from Yahoo Sports. I was trying to find a way to segue, Mark. I know you're not a criminal. I'm sorry about that. You don't have a criminal history. You're a great guest on the show. He's also a weekend host on BetQL. Good morning to you. What what did you think when you saw this guy arrested wearing that Eagles hoodie?
2: I was just happy he was arrested. To be honest, like yeah. it was like a, a surreal, you know, week or so. You know, just. Uh, You know, watching the updates, you know, they thought they had him cornered. He escapes and it it was just crazy all year round. But seeing him in the Eagles sweatshirt, they kind of took a photo with him after they captured him. All the armed forces, the SWAT team. I I thought that was, you know, pretty interesting. But, you know, it's just I'm just glad the ordeal is past everybody. We can focus on football. We got a big game tonight. Critical season for the Eagles.
1: That's right. A big game in primetime for the Eagles tonight. Hosting the Vikings. Eagles laying a big number though here six and a half points is not nothing in the NFL but also the Eagles are a very good team at their best we saw little glimpses of you know their best in week one but then we would see other glimpses where they were giving up a big lead to the New England Patriots so when you see the spread do you like the Eagles here or does the six and a half points make you a little nervous
2: I do. I like them, but I can understand why people would be apprehensive, right? Like, this game's going to come down to who does a better job of, you know, overcoming their injuries. You know, you look on the Minnesota side, you have the offensive line challenges. Bradbury is going to be out at center. Um, Darsall, I think, is still, you know, questionable at guard, right? So the interior of their offensive line, very vulnerable. And then, of course, on the other side, you know, that's the Eagles' strength. You, You know, you got. Jalen Carter, they just drafted out of the first round. Eight pressures in his first NFL start, right? So he looks like um, he's going to be everything they expected, you know, from a top 10 pick there with Carter. So um, they're going to be able to pressure Cousins. Now, can they keep Cousins upright? That's going to be the key here because um, if they can, he's going to be able to exploit the Eagles secondary. James Bradbury out. You know, the middle of the field was a big problem against the New England Patriots. N'Kobe Dean goes on IR, so they're kind of – you know, patching some people in there to try and make it happen. But, you know, the best way to disguise a a struggling secondary is the pass rush. And I think that's really going to be the key here for this Eagles defense. And I just think prime time home opener, I was at the game in week two last year when they hosted the same Minnesota Vikings team uh, and won 24 to 7 in a game that, you know, really wasn't all that competitive. Um, I just think that, you know, the atmosphere, short week, having to prepare for the Eagles, I think it's going to be tough for Minnesota. But um, I like the over on the total, too. But I do think the Eagles can cover this number.
0: Mark? how much of your confidence in the eagles has to do with the fact that they will continue to grow and get better under two new coordinators because there is sort of an adjustment period right you see week one and okay and blow out the patriots they still won the game but that does take a little time for everything to mesh on both sides of the football
2: absolutely you know 100 percent. and going into the season that was one of the reasons why i did play the eagles to win the division um is because You know the 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 way the schedule plays out isn't so rough. Like the Eagles' biggest challenge, you know, from a scheduling perspective, is in the second half of the season. They have a brutal stretch where I think they get like KC, Buffalo, you know, Dallas, uh, all these people teams in a row. Where the beginning of the season sets up, you know, a little easier, so to let those coordinators, you know, get get their feet under them and get get a little more comfortable. But You know, offensively, the most interesting thing about last week, and nobody was happy here in Philadelphia with the way that game played out. Nobody thought that they'd be sitting on the edge of their seat, you know, sweating out that one, you know, in the last minute after jumping out to a 16-point lead. But it was very reminiscent of the Eagles opener last year when they traveled to Detroit. They smashed them in the first half. And then, you know, they let the Lions trickle back and it ended up being a a 38 to 35 win. It got very dicey. So it's almost like you see the same pattern between the two home openers. And, uh, you know, hopefully we see the same pattern during the season, at least to the point to where we get to the Super Bowl.
1: All right. So you mentioned playing a total in this game. You like the over 49. Mm -hmm. I'm so torn on the total because I think a lot of things can go in different directions. This means that you at least believe the Vikings can score a little bit is what I'm getting here. Because I do think the Eagles offense is going to look better, especially against this Vikings defense. But lay out the total for us and why you like the over.
2: Yep, so I do like the over and, you know, we want to get it at 49, um, you know, before, you know, if it continues to move up, we'll see what direction it goes. But it's really I do think the Vikings will have some success. The Eagles the defense, everything's going to be predicated on the pass rush, but why they were able to have so much success last year against Minnesota was that they had the strong cornerback duo to where they could really lock down Justin Jefferson. And if you look at the Vikings games last year, the games that they lost were games where teams had a strong enough secondary to control Jefferson and slow him down, right? The splits were pretty stark when you go back last year. This year with Bradbury out and the addition of Jordan Addison, you know, Kirk Cousins has some more weapons now and some more weapons with speed. Adam Thielen, great, you know, possession guy, guy you can count on, but um, not the same playmaking ability. Doesn't put the same, um, you know, uh, doesn't, you know, for can make the defense, you know, stretch the defense out with his speed or whatnot. That's something that Addison can do. So I do think that, you know, Jordan Addison is primed to have a big game here. Um, is, you know, they, g- he gives Cousins the opportunity to look for those secondary options. Um, and I think that's gonna help the Minnesota defense. And the Eagles offense, um, I think they're gonna be able to take advantage of the Minnesota secondary, um, you know, which is not one of the better secondaries in the league. You have A.J. Brown, you have Devonta Smith. They know they're a little bit vanilla last week. Um, they didn't get the explosive plays that they got all last year. So I think that's gonna be a real focus for them, especially early in this game. Get the crowd involved. Get those big chunk plays. Um, so I think we do see that from the Eagles' offense. So it's hard because you know after Week One, the low in score, the lower scoring, all the unders hit last year. If you look back his, historically, the same thing happened. Like Week Two was a little bit of an improvement on scoring, but it was still down um, overall. So I think you know we might not see it across the board in the league, but I think in this type of matchup, uh, we can get over the forty-nine.
0: Mark, I did want to ask you just overall in the NFL, it's always fascinating after one week, just the massive overreactions that we see across the board, like it's a one game season, which is part of the fun too. So what do you think is the biggest overreaction that we saw after one week of play? Is it something regarding your Eagles? Is it the Giants getting shut out? What do you think it is?
2: Yeah, it's it's real tough because you know, you look at and I do think we have to curb like what we saw because it is just one week, you mm-hmm. know, and we have to decide like what's an overreaction versus, you know, a, a legitimate adjustment that should be made on some of these teams. You know, the Bucs did look better than we expected them coming into the season. Um, you know, I wouldn't count out the Vikings. Like, even though I, I think they're gonna go down tonight, they're gonna start the season mm-hmm. 0 and 2. I think everyone's kind of um, you know, throwing them aside. But the Giants, I think there could be some real red flags. This is a team that only won four of their last fourteen games now. Like going back to last season, they started six and one, they finished the regular season three, seven and one, split their playoff games, and now they lose forty nothing in the opening week. So, um, you know, they're a favorite this week that I wouldn't look to lay points with. Um, I think that, you know, one of the big line moves that we saw was Pittsburgh flipping from, you know, home favorites on the look ahead lines to home dogs against Cleveland. I think Cleveland's going to have a solid year, but I think that might be a little bit of an overreaction. You know, we know Pittsburgh's, you know, pretty solid, but it's going to come down to how, you know, Kenny Pickett's able to handle the pass rush. Um, But, you know, San Francisco looks very good. I think that's the key is when we look at these lines, some of the injuries, some of the line moves are going to be caused off injuries, which I think are more legitimate. But when we see a team like San Francisco playing very poorly, uh, playing very strong or a Pittsburgh team playing very poorly in one spot, that could be just due to the actual matchup between those teams. uh, Not really indicative of how that team is going to play throughout the course of the season.
1: God, the Steelers are dead to me. Uh, They ruined my (laughs) teaser, so I don't want to talk about Steelers. All right, we have just a couple of minutes left, but I want to use your Eagles knowledge to my advantage. Do you have any props Mm -hmm. that you like in this game that I can put in a same-game parlay?
2: i do i do so i like dallas goddard i think a lot of people were in goddard you can play him anytime touchdown i believe is around 140 um but you you know you can play his yards as well i think it's at 46 and a half right now on BetMGM. mgm um he wasn't really involved in the offense there was a lot of plays where i think um you know he did get there um you know was open so i think they'll look for him and again jordan addison plus 200 anytime touchdown um his yardage is 40 and a half so i think they're. Two guys that, two that you know better should key on as far as putting together those same game parlays.
0: He is Mark Drumheller. Check him out at Yahoo Sportsbook and on Twitter at x underscore Drumheller or on X, whatever you want to say. And I want to clarify, not a criminal. Mark, (laughs) we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, guys. You bet, man. Wouldn't it be terrible if all of a sudden Mark leaves the show in the next week? Racketeering charges against Mark Drumheller out of nowhere. I don't think that's going to happen. It would be ironic, though.
1: Well, he is wearing an Eagles hoodie, isn't he?
0: (laughs) Uh, It looked like the one I saw yesterday. You never know. Maybe this is some sort of deep fake. It's not even him. He's in the pokey right now.
1: This is too much for a morning show. A deep fake? I had to, like, scan my brain. What does that even mean? Is that like an AI-generated, like, video of somebody doing something that they didn't actually do?
0: that's exactly what it is i watched a video yesterday which was terrifying and it was talking about the potential of artificial intelligence and it demonstrated that computers right now can take three seconds of you speaking saying whatever you want to say and based on those three seconds emulate how you would talk about anything and they showed it in real time happening it was it was something man it's taking a dark turn